Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Two Men No Hope. Please remember to leave us some stars if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, the usual old bollocks. And um, we've got a good episode for you this week. We have, it's basically Nightmare Tenants and Nightmare Neighbours. So uh, this should be quite interesting. And I've also sent Jamie a TikTok video that I want to discuss whether it's real or not, which I'll put into the YouTube video. But um, hopefully you guys caught the interview that me and Jamie were on the other night. We haven't had a chance to upload it yet, but it will be on our socials, so please go have a look at that. And uh, how have you been, Jamie, since you've been up from, uh, well, back down now from Edinburgh? I mean, it's been non-stop. I, the day after we got back, I went to work, and then I had another day off, and then I went to London, to the Savoy, to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. And it's a flash game, yeah. <laughs> Like obviously, I know a Gordon Ramsay restaurant is going to be high end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no one pre-warned me on the Savoy. Like when I walked into the Savoy as a building, it's like super grand and like really old-fashioned English posh. And uh, oh yeah, Michael was wearing Charlotte's brother was wearing a skull T-shirt, like a, a white T-shirt with a pink skull on it, and a jacket. I was wearing like my normal checkered shirt, jeans and vans. Walked in, all the men are in suits and dicky bows. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but at least you had a shirt on. Fucking t-shirt. Mate, I, you were, I was this close to coming in a hat. The only reason I didn't go in a hat is because Charlotte got annoyed with me about it, isn't it? Otherwise I was going to wear a hat. What, because you're always wearing a hat? Just because, like, do you know when I was trying I was trying to do my hair, it just weren't happening, and I was just like, fuck this, man, I'm just going to whack a hat on. It looks just <laughs> as good with my outfit anyway, but I was glad I didn't. I, I, I don't know how you both do it, because I was saying to someone at work that when I saw the fucking bill in Miller and Carter, I almost fell off my chair. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm so glad that Charlotte worked out how much I owed, because I was like, that bill was fucking mental. <laughs> And I was like, they do this every weekend. <laughs> I was like, they're at fucking Gordon Ramsay restaurant right now. Yeah, they're in the, the Gordon Ramsay's, uh, we got like quite a bit of money off because it was like through vouchers from Christmas. But all right, on top of that, they give you like, do you know how you get a service charge? Yeah, which is basically yeah. the tip included now. It's- yeah, you don't have to tip them, yeah, because they take but it off. But they did that on the total amount, which was like 470-something pound. And uh, they what? they did the tip of ma- the uh, thing on that, and it was 60 pounds in fucking service charge, innit? I was going... <laughs> That's mental. We just, like, all of us just looked at I each other even... and went quiet, innit? Was <laughs> that supposed to be like 10... Isn't it? It's 10% in it of your... 15. Your bill is normally... 15. 15? Yeah. Fuck me. And then yeah, no, that wasn't even close. Yeah, because Millen Cart was two hundred odd. Yeah, and that's what this was after the vouchers and stuff. It was like two hundred and sixty or something. But um, I said to them, "How do the how do people go there and without a voucher and just in, enjoy their food, knowing that they're paying out the odds?" 
It was really good. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Not... It was unbelievable, but yeah, but not a month's mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking living crisis. You're going down Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. It was good. It was good. Um, if you go, stick to your fucking voucher. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that man I want stuff served at fucking gold I got a woman four in a bikini IPAs while I was there and three of the women was the Candon Pale Ale it was a free oh, yeah. size can poured into a glass yeah and that was £7 the can and it <laughs> <laughs> People I'll be about... like, oh, one second, I just need to go to the toilet, <laughs> go down the fucking Sainsbury's and come back with a four pack. <laughs> what was making me laugh is like, the guys that I normally hang out with, they're like, they complain if a pint is more than five pound. And then I'm in this place having a third of a pint for fucking twice the amount. <laughs> That's mental. I'm like that as well, though. Like, when we went into that uh, car smugglers and it was like ten pound a cocktail, I was like, one drink in here. Get the fuck out. Ten pounds average. No though, fucking for a way, man. Unless you go Weatherspoon, you ain't getting yeah, less than ten pounds for a cocktail. How much was that jug? Like seven quid or something. Yeah, bad fucker win it, didn't it? Yeah, it was very, very orange juice flavoring. But um, yeah. So I sent. I saw this TikTok the other day, and I sitting there and it made me laugh so hard but I couldn't figure out whether it was real or it was fake so I'll put the video in the YouTube but essentially what's going on is there is a woman on a plane with like a baby in her arms with a blanket over it breastfeeding and uh, the guy next to her is like um, oh that that woman's breastfeeding and they're like oh yeah we're, we allowed uh, breastfeeding on this plane he's like yeah but it's a cat and they're like, what? And they go, she's she's breastfeeding a cat. And you can see the tail, the arse and the tail at the beginning of the video. And and she's she's like, no, it's my baby. And he's like, no, I saw it. It's a, it's a cat. It's a cat. And the guy's like, no, you have to leave her alone. He's like, no, just have a look. Just have a look. And it's like three minutes of him trying to get them to... to look and at it baby. ends without her. Yeah. But see, the thing that I was get and I was talking to a guy at work about is that if it's if it is a cat, the quickest way to get is just to show it. The same as if it's a baby, just show it. Mm. But then, why should she have to show it? Because it's her private business. Just because if you want to breastfeed a cat on a plane, <laughs> that's but but there's no way that she would get all the way onto the plane without anyone knowing that she's got a cat with her. You true, know, I mean? she's not going to have a baby in a carry support box. animals on planes at your seat, so you could. Is that how she deals with the turbulence? Is a, a teat in a, just, a cat's mouth? As soon as it starts getting a bit rockish, just gets wax a tip out, tip, tip, tit out, <laughs> straight into the cat's mouth. But then, like the guy at work was like, "Oh, she must be a mum for her to be be able to breastfeed." And I'm like, "But you don't know if she is breastfeeding. She just might like the cat licking on the end of her oh, nipple God, while she's flying a plane." Like or a weird sexual thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's, what, it's like, where do you draw the line? And then another good thing I wrote was like, oh, well, what if it's like, it's just like a furry cocoon thing that the baby's in that looks like fur? And I was like, yeah, but why? The, just show the baby then. 
<laughs> just be like, oh, it is a baby. Just show it. Just show the baby. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it doesn't. It just ends. <laughs> it I don't really know odd. the resolution of this fucking video. No, it's really odd. It's just uh, cracked me up. And then everyone behind her is like trying to take photos, and she puts her hood up like it's <laughs> two minutes into the video. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's gonna solve it. I don't know whether of like obviously if that was true, that's just batshit crazy. But I think it's got to be some kind of prank, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, it, like there's no way. There's just no way. I, I I assumed it's like a skit for like a TV show that I've not seen. Yeah, that's what I thought because obviously even if it weren't and it was just some nutter that's brought a cat on the thing, there's no other way that she's able to fucking. Because women struggle to get a baby to latch onto them, and that's what they're supposed to be doing, isn't it? You can't, you're not going to get a cat yeah, but if, doing it. If she's been doing it with a cat since it was a kitten, it wouldn't know any different, would it? How you? Oh, that's just important. Like, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> the, the people are going to sit and listen to this, and they'll be like, "Obviously, it's fake." Mm. But people are so f- there's so many nut jobs now because we allow it. Mm. Like, did you see the the interview with the broccoli man? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Piers Morgan ripped him apart. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it's not at this day and age crazy to think there's a woman on a plane somewhere breastfeeding a cat, and that's scary to me. No, there's also a <laughs> yeah. guy that has sex with his uh, Citroen two hundred six, and he <laughs> sleeps with. Oh, it. the guy that lays underneath the at the front of it and like kisses the bumper. He kisses the bumper. He puts his dick in the exhaust. And he's actually had to been taken to hospital twice because his dick keeps getting cut up from the edge of the exhaust. <laughs> he's getting too excited. <laughs> there's, there's some but this is what I mean. So, but if if you guys have seen it or you're waiting until YouTube and you and you watch it, please email in and tell me if you think it's real or not. Because to me, it, I think it's real. We'll, I don't want we'll it to also be. Also, put but it on the Instagram as a as a clip during the week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we both got it. I just couldn't believe it. It's baffled. Me. It made me laugh so hard. Yeah, it's a cat. What? No, she's breastfeeding a cat. <laughs> it's fucking mental. Absolutely mental. Right. So, um, we've got. He wants to stay anonymous. I was going to say he doesn't want a name, but he sent on Facebook and Jamie sent it to me. So there's some pictures that I will put on um, the YouTube as well to go with it if anyone's curious but basically he says uh, greetings I have a topic that may generate at least a little conversation so for context in 2019 my family moved from Ohio to Missouri to follow a job it's about 10 hours away when we moved we agreed to rent our house to a family in the neighborhood the intention was for them to eventually buy it As they were friends, we didn't charge a deposit and kept the rent fairly low. In August of this year, they decided not to buy the house and moved out with barely 30 days notice. I was able to go back and see why. The bathroom bathroom had flooded at some point, weakening the floor and damaging the basement ceiling. The roof had leaked into the dining room and at some point stained the ceiling there. So I was trying to think of a different word. The dining room the dining room floor was replaced but not all the way to the kitchen leaving an unfinished floor furniture was either defaced damaged or missing entirely 
She had let her cats ruin the carpet and the floor underneath, and she had left the house filthy and smelly. Unfortunately, I could not make it back to fix any of these things, as my factory is really close to the end of a model, and time off is hard to get. I'm trying to sell the house discounted enough to gain some profit, but in the meantime, what should the missus and I do regarding the former tenant? Is it morally wrong to hope for the property I own to suffer a lightning strike fire and burn to the ground and he says maybe don't mention my name in case it happens <laughs> what was that called again Italian lightning that's, that's what I emailed that's what <laughs> my reply to him was at the time it could be a case of Italian lightning <laughs> <laughs> this just um, stuff like that annoys and baffles me because I can understand, well I can't understand, you get a lot of junkies in England that get council houses and stuff like that and they just fucking ruin them. Mm. My, a guy I work with has just left the factory to work for a company that cleans up junkie houses, like ex-houses. And um, that's where you live. And these people even more, you know the owners, they're friends, they've let you stay there cheap. And without Why? a deposit. Yeah, why do it? Do you want to go home to a shit-infested rat? You know what I mean? There's, it's, I I've always found it strange. Like when I watched, uh, do you remember Benefits Britain? Yes, there's a place, I love there's those a place shows. in the UK called Jaywick, yeah, which was uh, <laughs> brought up in uh, in Benefits Britain, and Jaywick then had like a spin-off. I thought Jaywick can't be as bad as what these people make because these people already live in the shell. And then they're talking about people in yeah. Jaywick, yeah. So I was like, there's no way. When they showed it, these people were living in like old holiday home chalets. And there's no wallpaper. There's no nothing on the floor. They just live. They haven't done anything. They're just like living in this space. And like they're already unlucky for being in that situation. And they don't try and make it better for themselves. Yeah. But like with this situation, no. they were left a perfectly nice house. Like, you had everything you needed, and they've decided to then wreck yeah. it. I just, it's just completely mad to me. But it makes you laugh that they wreck it, and then they're like, oh, this place is shit, I'm not buying this, and move out. Mm. It's like, but you fucking did it. Like, I, I just, I baffled. And we all I know, so, like, I can't I've had it before, where a washing machine blew up on me, and all the water went everywhere when I lived in the flat. And, um... I had to go down to the person below me. I owned the flat, but I had to go down to the person below me and like offer to like repaint his hallway and stuff because it, his hallway was all fucked up from all the water. Like the first thing you do when oh, something it? big like that happens, like a big leak happens, is you admit to it something's happened, and then like the, it would have been the, this guy's job as the landlord to go and help sort it out anyway. But they didn't say nothing; they just lived in it. And let it, yeah, just and then it. fuck up the structure of the house, which is just insane. It's the same. Like I had a cat, and cats do ruin like fucking carpets and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I just don't, I like. I think the worst thing sometimes, like when my ADHD is really bad, and like the because when you come into my house, you go straight into the kitchen, <clears throat> and sometimes I uh, I neglect the washing up. Right. After like for like a few days, 
I come home and I just look at it and it just makes me feel so crappy to be in my own house when like there's loads of washing up. Mm. And this is like their entire house. But like I don't know what the law is in um America considering but they by the sounds of it they don't sound like they signed anything to say because a normal tenant would take photos of previous you would have to sign um a thing to say that it's going to be the same condition that you you give it back in yeah yeah yeah. and then if it's not then that's when you can start taking it further but if it's like an agreement you basically buggered it in it and that's the problem like he's trusted these people to look after the property and he's helping them out and then they've thrown it back in his face see if you can take him to court that's what I would do see if you've got any legs that's what I mean I don't know what it'd be like in America it's when you uh, start mailing dog shit to him. I wonder if he knows where they've gone. Get one of them served people. Do you know them people that turn out that you always see in films where they just rock up and they're just like, "You've been served." They always got like a really extravagant way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see if you can get them served. And yeah, you have to. They're like, "Oh, is uh, Mister Montman here?" And they're like, "Why?" Why? Why? Mm. And until you say yes, that's me. They can't hand it over. No. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> I'll never admit to my own name. I'll just be like, "Who's Mr. Maltman?" I don't know who the fuck that is. I would just do it instinctively. It's like both sides, two sides of the coin, isn't it? They'd be like, "Oh, is this Dan?" I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh, fucking arsehole. <laughs> and you, you'd be like, uh, "Jamie, who? Who? No, don't live never here. Met a no, Jamie, moved I'll out. Be like, it's gone. Like, who? Gone. What? Where?" <laughs> I said there might be a Jamie down the road. I did hear someone shout Jamie the other week. Talk absolute waffle to him. But no, um, it's a difficult situation to be in. Like, do like do your best to go back and see the damage for yourself in person, and do what you can to like get as many repairs done, even if you have to do it through a local guy that's living in the area to like get the best price for the house and then sell the house and just get rid of the problem that's what I would do and then as, as regards yeah. to the previous tenants go to a lawyer and have us see whether there's anything you can do yeah because it's property damage isn't it exactly and Especially if there was no in, official in America, agreement you can... then you can claim they were trespassing after the fact that's what I do and they, they sue for anything over there as well scary as fuck being over there. I couldn't imagine it I'd be there was a um, right now the amount of times I'd be point <laughs> in um in Canada the Prime Minister Mad Sox whatever his name is he made it so you could sue someone if you felt that they were being racist against you so like it went mental like you literally just have to say like the wrong word and if someone took offence to it they could sue you that's insane isn't it um, and Jim was was telling me that he went to college with this woman who uh, literally um, used it as a job. Like she had never worked. She was at college. I can't remember how old she was. But she basically when she runs low on money, she finds someone to sue <laughs> and gets money off him. How mental is that? Because he was like, she was so fucking annoying. He was like, but I didn't want to say anything in case she tried to sue me. Mate. I'm like, mate. That's fucking mental. Some real people. Imagine that in the UK. Well. People just get punched for nothing in the UK. No one have any money. Well, they don't have it anymore, but 
I, like, I've fair. been in so many, like, when I was a younger guy, so many, like, altercations and stuff, like, when I was out in the pubs and that, that it wouldn't, that I would be, like, completely fucked now if, if you were sued every time you laid a hand on someone or sued every time you said something wrong to someone. Yeah. I never normally go down the racist route or the sexist route anyway, because I have, I just uh, bombard people with abuse. I don't really... <laughs> It never really has any context to it. <laughs> but if you could get sued for that type of shit, I'd still be getting sued. I actually found out... Um, was it yesterday? I found out yesterday. There's a guy that I've uh, been like associates with. I wouldn't say we're friend friends. He hasn't spoke to me in six months because I said something to him on a night out. And I have no idea until yesterday that I'd upset him six months ago. I just thought he'd gone quiet. <laughs> And then he was like, you do realise I've been ignoring you? Because I sent him a meme. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I had no idea you were ignoring me, mate. I said, why don't you just tell me? <laughs> he probably got this meme and he's like, if that's his fucking way of saying sorry, you can fuck off. <laughs> he said I called him a cunt. Yeah. And he said that I was acting serious about it. And I was like, I'm sure I wasn't, mate. I said, you know what I'm, I'm like for swearing? I said, we were drunk. I don't even remember saying it to you. I said... I apologise anyway, but I said that you would have been talking to me six months ago if you told me the next day that I annoyed you, innit? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've been slagging you off to everyone I know and everything. I was like, oh, mate, I wouldn't worry about it. I said, I'm perfectly all right with that. Should have gone, well, maybe you are a fucking cunt then. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He was just like, you do realise I'm not talking to you, right? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you called me a cunt back on this last night out we had together. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. You know, I don't even remember that, mate. Six months ago. I can't remember six minutes. I have no recollection um, of that at all. What's this thing with um, Schofield that you were talking about? Because I had no idea there was a problem. Oh, right. So I don't, I don't understand how it's got past you because you're normally better with the news than me, but... Phil and I think I just got tired of the fucking. Phil and Holly are like morning presenters in the UK for the US listeners. Um, they went to see the Queen's body, where everyone else was doing like twelve-hour waits, and all the celebrities were getting in the queue for twelve hours at a time, or whatever. Holly and Phil yeah, just uh, skipped the entire queue. Beckham, that's it. Huh? Well, just like that. Yeah, I was gonna say you saw David Beckham like crying in the queue for like twelve hours, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big fairy. Um, I think it was the day before they went to see him. They went to see her, sorry, and they they're now saying that they were doing it for ITV and that they didn't actually pay respect to the body at the time, and they were there on on official duties, but they skipped like the entire queue and just walked straight in the room because obviously they're celebrities. And That's mental. So they what? They pretended to be like press. Well, no. Sort of well, the celebrities had the option. If you if you had enough, uh, like pool power, you could have got in the room without having to queue. But like David Beckham did it because he wanted to obviously be known to be like one of the people queuing up and shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Holly and Phil have been slagged off basically. And everyone was going to tune into the first episode of them back on morning TV to see what their reasoning behind it would be, which I think was probably this morning. Fucking hell! 
I don't watch that shit. They they can't do nothing wrong. This would be forgotten. In well, he's nude, found, turned gay, isn't he? So he can't do anything wrong. No, I know. To be honest, and who, then, uh, who cares, man? I would only care yeah. if I was one of them idiots that went and stood in a queue for twelve hours. And if you stood in a queue, I would. I, I do think you're an idiot. So that's the end what. Of that. What happened to the people that were still in the queue when it was like, right, that's it. It's like when you're in a queue for Nando's and they're closing. They're like, no, see you later. No chicken for I'll you. I'll be kicking off. I'd be like, I've been standing there. People were fucking passing out from like dehydration because they were waiting for so long. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Do you know what I, um, do you know what made me laugh? Is if, if they, do you know, do you remember back in the day when in like Luton Town Centre, the chicken shops used to run out of chicken? Do you remember? No, I don't remember that. No. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like the end of the night after a, a night out in the nightclubs, yeah. And you come out and every everyone goes to the chicken shops to buy like chicken burgers or whatever to eat drunkenly. Yeah. And you'd go into the one right by Liquid, and they'd be like, "Oh, now there's no chicken." And then you have all these angry drunk people just standing there in a queue for ages. They, cause that queue was going out the door, <laughs> which felt like twelve hours when you're drunk, and they'd be like, "There's no chicken." I was like, I'm hoping they got the same reception when they told the people that have been waiting there for like 12 odd hours that they can't see the Queen because it's the end of the line. Because they had to appear at the saying, point, wouldn't they? They can't just keep letting them look. That's what I mean. Yeah. How long do you get? Is there like a guy there with like a little timer? He's like, right now, fuck off. You had your minute. Yeah. 30 seconds. I think they literally don't even get that. I think you're allowed, you're, you have to pass. You can't hang around because the guys that, some guys. Some of the army guys that were saluting, if they struggled to get out of their wheelchair, they had to be helped up so they could do it quick enough and sit down again and go up. It's just fucking crazy. If you're not even allowed to stand there, like how the fuck was the, the queue not continuously moving? You know what I mean? It, I think it was, but I it just, just took um, that long and there's that many people there. You can't even see her. People were saying, like, do you think the queen was even in it? How would you know? You wouldn't know. No. So me, you're, you're going. Me, just, you could go to the funeral home. The only people that warranted going and looking, yeah, is people that serve the country, like the army, naval, and all that stuff, and people that have actually met her in person, and they, she's made like an impact or a, like a large impact in her life. All of these nut jobs that were there overnight and camping outside just. And I said, we watched the clip together, didn't we, of the news? And when I was up in Scotland, and I was like, just look at the crazy on all their eyes. I said, all of them women are fucking mental. All of them guys are mental. There's not a sane eye in that, in that situation. Just remember the radio getting into car, and it was just some guy, and he's like, oh, she reminded me of my nan. And he's like, bawling on the fucking radio at <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck, mate. Like, on, That's mate. what you're going to be known for now. Like, I watched the whole procession and stuff, but uh, it's a big thing in our lives. No. But at the end of the day... I was catching up on sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be queuing for 12 hours for no one. Not even my own mother. That. Nah. Fuck that. I um, I was laughing because I've been trying to like, bounce through like podcasts and stuff. But I was listening to um, Off Menu again. Oh, yeah. And uh, Harry Hill was on there. 
it was like a Christmas special because I, I don't really want to listen to people I don't know who they are, and there's a lot of them. I'm assuming I do know them. But I'm very bad with names, but yeah, Harry Hill was on it, and he was saying how he loves um, Charles and Camilla because they're just fucking mental, aren't they? <laughs> and he brought up the thing about his fingers, and oh, I just thought that's fingers. really weird that I'm listening to that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, he's crazy. And he goes, have you seen his hands? He goes, they're they're big and red and blue. And he goes, and you see his ring looks like it's fucking cutting the circulation off to his finger. (laughs) 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 Old sausage fingers. I didn't realise, and I'm going to sound really stupid now. Did you know Harry Hill was a doctor? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, it was just me then that didn't know that. Because they said in the podcast, they were like, everyone knows this. But we're going to say it anyway. You were a doctor and I was like, was he? <laughs> yeah, he was a doctor. Ramesh Ranganathan was a teacher before. Who? Ramesh Ranganathan. I have no idea who that is. You don't know who Ramesh Ranganathan is? Uh, I've never heard that name before ever because it sounds made up. Are you joking? <laughs> no. The Asian guy was like, <laughs> I wouldn't even have to put that in Google. Nah. No? Um, Greg Davis was a teacher, wasn't he? Greg Davis was a teacher. I can't believe you don't know who Ramesh Ranganathan is, man. That's fucking throwing me way off. I, I, I wouldn't even know how to Google that. <laughs> Ramesh Ranganathan. He's like, never Ramesh. not on TV. Stand-up comedian. Has a really successful podcast as well. Oh! Yeah, I know that guy. Ramesh Ranga, what did you? How do you say that? Ranga Nathan. Ranga Nathan, yeah. Should I know his real name's John? <laughs> yeah, I just gonna say that. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he yeah, does one Crawley. of my favorite podcasts ever, isn't it? He, him, it's called The Wolf and the Owl. I, I don't know why I'm plugging other podcasts in this podcast, but it is brilliant. Yeah, but I just did it as well. But I find I don't know. Sometimes I think. Um, I get tired of listening to music. It's just nice to... Uh... But like I said, I have to know the person because it pisses me off if I don't know who they are. And they're making references and I'm like, I'm not Googling that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Well, um, my obsession started with podcasts probably about a year or so ago. No, even longer than that. Probably two years ago. Maybe two and a half years ago. When I... I'd gone through every single phase of music that I liked... And then I was just like, I need something else. And then I started with a certain podcast. And then I, w- I listened to that. That had like 400 episodes at the time. And I would listen to that from the beginning. And then that got me hooked on like Fuck every yeah. bloody podcast ever. Although I do struggle if no, people are too to... scripted. I'm like, right, this is coming off. I can't deal with it. I hate it when they're scripted. Yeah, but then I think it works both ways as well. Because I was listening to... Um... Chatterbix, mm. chat is that what it's called? And it was awful. I love both of them. I think they're the funniest fucking people. But it was just fucking. I don't know what episode to listen to. But they, he sent a picture to the other one, and they were talking about the picture, and you, it didn't describe what was in the picture. Mm. And they were literally just rambling. And I'm like, this is fucking mental. <laughs> he kept leaning back from the mic. You couldn't hear what he was saying. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> That's one thing that people have always said from this is that. Our audio has been really good from the beginning. And that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. 
because that is one of the main I hate things it when, that yeah, you can't turn off. Him. If I'm listening, like there will be episodes, especially with the, as I said, the original podcast that I listened to. Um, there'll be episodes where somehow it fucked up and like the audio is a bit janky, and I'll, I'll just be like, nah, yeah. I'm not listening. I've waited a week for it, but I'm not going to listen because it's terrible and I can't deal with it. That's why we record the audio on two different things, Jamie. Well, we didn't do that at the beginning. And on my previous podcast, no, I fucked that. up plenty of episodes <laughs> by losing the audio. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Fucking hell. I was sitting um, doing the editing and I was sort of like, oh, just just please fuck up so I don't have to do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'd like, we've been out all weekend. I'll tell you right now, I cannot do fuck. I don't know how you do it, but two weekends of drinking and and doing all that shit i was fucking done i got home sunday from the train i I just closed my door i didn't even open my curtains kept all my curtains closed i was like that's it me i'm done i by yesterday i had had enough i'd had enough because like it's it's not so much the drinking it was the the constant traveling i was traveling and then all the delays on the planes and stuff it was doing my fucking head in man yeah, but no, I don't blame you, man. I've come to a conclusion. Sorry to our Scottish listeners, but I'm never going to eat haggis again. It's not happening. It's oh yeah, so slows me down. <laughs> I stopped. I was at one point. I thought I had lost all my cardio and I couldn't breathe walking around fucking Edinburgh. <laughs> and it's all down to that. Fucking when he went haggis. to the toilet, I was going to Charlotte. I was like, oh how's he? How's he doing? Because his breathing's really fucking bad. I was like, have you thought about getting him tested? <laughs> And I woke up the next day, <laughs> and the relief on my body, on my on my mind, when we were walking around the exact same roads, and I had no problems, <laughs> and it's because I hadn't eaten <laughs> half a ton of fucking haggis in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that literally, I was like, what so, the fuck? So, for reference, I decided to um, share the breakfast munchie box with Jamie and Charlotte because you don't get that down south but one box wasn't big enough so I got two boxes <laughs> and it was fucking amazing it, what did it have in it it had like had everything bacon in yeah bacon link sausage square sausage black pudding haggis mushrooms tomatoes toast beans uh, and fried eggs. Yep. But one box was for two, so I was like, "Fuck it, we'll get we'll get two boxes." We there wasn't much left. Yeah, we ate quite. A lot. What happened was I got excited because obviously I don't normally have haggis or black pudding on that and that down here. So then I was like, "Fuck it, I'll whack two of them on the plate, put two on." <laughs> yeah, because I ate one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I felt all right for a little bit. Until we got to Edinburgh itself, and I was like, my body's done in it. I think it was the sitting at the train station completely. My body was like, I'm not going to digest this. I'm just going to leave it sitting on you. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. I thought we were going to get to Edinburgh earlier, but then the trains were getting cancelled and moved around, weren't they? So we. uh, That naffed that up. Oh, bloody Coke, man. It's. Whoa. Drink. I've, I've eaten and drunk most of the stuff that you and Charlotte left. <laughs> As you do. I don't know. Is this guy... 
want to remain anonymous. We had a good night of board Don't games they? the night before, though, didn't we? Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to have to try and think if we can make them podcast podcast worthy. Let's see what we can do. Um, right, so the next guy we've got, he's got a problem with his neighbour. And because he heard about the, what was the other neighbour one? The Cones. He wanted other advice on his one. Problems. Cones, stealing Big Macs. Yeah, it made me laugh. Um, he said about Lizzo, uh, Lizzo, sorry, he's written Lizzo. The Queen being <laughs> the Queen's funeral, he said... P.S. No one told me that all the shops were closed. I took a cab to the town to find out on a rare, my rare Monday off would be ruined by the fact that I couldn't buy the game I was after. I would be fucking fuming, man. Why did the... Oh, I was going to say the taxi driver wouldn't tell him because that would be no money, would it? Yeah, that's true. Fucking... It was fucking weird when town. I... Because obviously I was flying back that day. I walked out... We were in the busy part of Edinburgh. I walked out. There was no one on the street. And I turned around. Nando was shut. And then I looked up the road. All the places were shut up the road. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I remembered what was going on. <laughs> did um, did the uh, Uber driver charge you double because of it no. technically being a bank robber? charged 17 quid, I think. I was laughing because um, it was like a day or two before you came up. And mum goes to me... Uh, is Jamie's flight still going? Because everything's closed on Monday. And I was like, if it ain't, I'm not telling him. <laughs> Let him come up it. and find for himself. I would have been screaming, <laughs> running around the streets of Edinburgh, going mental. <laughs> You'd have to try and get the train back to mine. Right, so... He says, related to the episode we just said about... Instead of food being stolen, I've been continually getting my parcels stolen... Ranging from Crocs to my very own interactive toy. <laughs> Once again. That's why he sent the story to us, isn't it? I, by the way, I did email him and the first thing I said was, first off, why are you wasting your money on Crocs? The neighbour has done you a favour. <laughs> <laughs> They're in fashion them, now, aren't they? Things. I've, never, I've never bought a pair of Crocs. I've never put on a pair of Crocs in my fucking life. And I never fucking will. I hate the bloody things. Fuck <laughs> the arse bastards. Um, in the case of my toy, I have a ring doorbell footage of my neighbour from the floor below coming up and taking it. I'm in an embarrassing situation where I know now... I, I now know he knows what I'm up to. And I want to confront the man, but I don't want him to know... Oh, I know he knows. Sorry, that was really confusing. There's too much things. There's <laughs> a lot of nerves going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he has opened the. He's obviously stolen the package, opened it, and he knows there's a toy in there. And he knows the guy knows. I've had a replacement sent to the local post office, but I feel like I should be in my rights to have the deliveries to my own front door. Shall I try and catch him? Another time on something more innocent and less embarrassing. Or should I just roll over and show my belly like a fat seal and get all my parcels sent to a pickup location? And he says, P.S. I saw the obe- the obese turd in the bin store last week wearing my Crocs. 
I'm no pussy, but I don't want to be that crazy person if it's a coincidence that he stole the toy and not the Crocs. Can you imagine going up to him and trying to take the shoes off him? Just starts trying to They're slip mine, him off his feet. Um... <laughs> <Suck> it, mental. <laughs> yeah, I, what I what I come to realise from this email is, I obviously am so beyond the times that I didn't realise interactive toys were so common. Do you know what I mean? Lockdown was massive because what else? You can't see anyone. True. I, I That's when I bought... I've got three fleshlights and I, that's when I bought all mine. Three? Because, you know, one isn't enough. Well, you, they're like porn stars thing, aren't they? It's got their name on them. Oh, God. So I've got like... I've got two different porn stars and then I've got, one of them I've got front and back. Do you remember... Um, oh, what's her name? Something Ward. Uh, she was an actress in White Chicks. She become like a porn star. No, Maitland Maitland Ward or something. Her name is. Well, she's got hers, so I bought front and back. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like a one-time use, and then they're just sitting in a drawer now. Oh God! I just thought I don't care. Well, obviously I haven't needed that situation, but I I don't know. But um, to this guy, yeah, <laughs> I would assume. Don't feel embarrassed because I would assume if if he's like any other man that I'd know, and something like that had come across his lap, he's tried it. Even if he threw it away, he's a hundred percent used it. Why would you throw it away, man? I'd fucking sell it. Those things are not cheap. Even a cheap one ain't cheap. Oh, they're expensive, are they? Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That the um, the, I've got the proper ones from like the website, and I think they cost. I think. The first one I got was on offer. It was like 60 quid. Shit. And then the other two were more expensive because I'm a numpty. But I think a cheap shit one that would like stink of fucking latex and will probably burn the end of your... Off, you get off Amazon's like £30. Fucking hell, I didn't realise that there's obviously a lucrative fucking market here that I need to get into. Fucking oh, hell. mate, I'm fucking debating giving up on dating and just saving my money up and buying a fucking doll. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be one of them guys on the fucking Channel 5 I'll be on the telly. Like, this is Clarissa. The buying it underwear and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you but like... I would I would do the opposite. I would go up to his door and knock on it. And I'd be like, uh, oh, mate, I uh, I saw on my, my doorbell that you collected my parcel for. That's really nice for you. Have you got it? And he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I'd just be really loudly be like, oh, well, it was a massive black horse dildo. I was like, it's got the fucking balls hanging off and everything. I'm just getting into it. And then to watch him fucking squirm and be like, oh, if you want to have a go, you know, it's, it's not a problem. Just make sure you clean it and give it back. And he'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, I haven't got it. Well, you, I've seen, I've got the footage, mate. You Where's my dildo? It, yeah. <laughs> you dirty bastard. <laughs> just keep getting louder and louder. <laughs> what I would do, what would be brilliant, well, I wouldn't do this, but it would be brilliant if you uh, just buy like a massive silicone fucking do you know one of them ones that stick one of them dildos that stick oh uh, and then <laughs> yeah. and then knock on the door and just stick it to his door and let it slap him in the face as he opens the door and just be like give me my pre- give me my fucking parcel bitch <laughs> just super glue the bottom and just as you're going past just whack it on the fucking door <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant <laughs> the um the, I was thinking 
because I think in America they've got a massive problem with like people stealing parcels because they just put them on the front door. We, we and there's do a guy really, that has a really bad. Yeah, there's a guy that has a website that makes this box, and you buy it and you send it to the person, and it's like just a disaster. So it's got a tracker in it, so you know who's got the box. And then when they open it, like fires confetti or paint, <laughs> and then an alarm goes off that won't turn off until the battery's dead. And like it's just got all this random shit that just starts exploding out of it and box. stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So that's what I would do. If you're gonna I wouldn't go innocent, I'll go more fucking But can you imagine it? It's just going fucking mental and everyone's come out because he's got an alarm going off in his house. Yeah, we'll get like a Tibetan shrunken head or something. That would be fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be thinking that you're a serial killer and then just walk down the stairs slowly and pass him just like making full eye contact. Because he won't know what the fuck well, that I, is. I don't understand. you got to have some fucking balls. And we said that about the guy stealing food. Yeah. Like, it's not like this is just a random person that you've walked past their house and gone, oh, I'll have that off the fucking... It's you like your neighbour. Damn, round the corner from here, yeah, a guy set up a um, a stool. This was last week he got arrested for this. He set up a stool and had, like, hundreds of parcels on the stool with all different people's fucking addresses right. and that on it. And then he had a sign up saying two pound lucky dip. So people were coming and buying these Fuck packages off. that have been fucking stolen from people's front gardens and <laughs> they'll buy them for two do- two quid. And he was doing it all day. All day he was there. The whole the whole of Saturday he was there and then he got arrested in the end, but people don't give a shit in it. Like oh, I've had a parcel break. stolen probably about four or five times since I've started living here. And when I lived in the flat, it was even worse. Like, I, I literally was taking the dog out for a walk, yeah? And mm-hmm. the Amazon guy turned up with what I thought was a really good map. But we'll go into that at the end of the story. <laughs> um, and I took the mat off the geezer in the Amazon box. And I put the Amazon box on top of, like, all of the like boxes where everyone got their letters put in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And then I went out, walked the dog. 15 minutes I was gone, yeah. Some cunt nicked it by the time I was back. Someone stole it. And I was really annoyed because obviously I'd waited in all day for this mat. So I was off the next day anyway. So I complained to Amazon. I got another one sent out. And they sent mm. it. And I obviously made sure I didn't leave it in the fucking hallway. And I brought it in. Opened it up. The mat was like a doormat, yeah? It was supposed to be a five, right. uh, two meter by one meter mat for the middle of my living room. And it was like a doormat size. So I'd already fucked up the size. It was like fluff with felt underneath. And I was just thinking, that cunt that nicked it yesterday must be thinking, what am I ordering to my house? <laughs> you got, imagine just coming out of your thing and he's got it on, like out front of his oh, door. Oh, mate. Like, you cheeky fucking... I- I would batter him. I would batter him. And um, I had like laminate flooring down uh, uh, in the living room. And with me and Charlotte being me and Charlotte was trying to make it work, saying it could be a little bed for Rocco or something like that. Because it literally could only fit Rocco on it and that's it. As soon as you stepped mm-hmm. on it, it flew off because it had felt underneath. <laughs> 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 so I was like, uh, fucking hell. I was, the, the only win I got that See, I... situation was the fact that he's got that as well. Whoever that twat was that nicked it. 
Oh, I bet he's loving life. See, I've never had that problem because my there's always someone at my mum's house. Mm. So if I'm not here, I'd get it sent there. But like the toys, I got them sent to the lockbox, the Amazon Amazon lockboxes in like Morrison's. All oh, right. Because I went and collected that myself because I didn't. Mum sometimes just opens fucking boxes. Could you imagine that'd be embarrassing? And I was like that. Like yeah, mum. Yeah, well, sometimes she listens to this. So I've already told her now. Haven't I? <laughs> I've already mentioned my mate that is completely open with his mum about it, and it sits out in the bedroom. Have I? On the podcast? It's fucking massive. It doesn't look like a fucking thing. No? A, a flashlight. It's fucking huge, yeah. Lucky you got a free bed house, mate. <laughs> Somewhere to hide it. I, yeah, that's, but, but like I couldn't put them all in like my side table, so there's one in there, and then I've put... Uh, why the fuck am I hiding stuff in my own fucking house? I've got two hidden underneath my pyjama bottom <laughs> drawer. Like I'm a fucking teenager or so, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just in the off case you know what I mean fuck me my mate has his just sitting on his fucking side cabinet in it and his mum just cleans around it it makes me laugh so much that's fucking man I said to you how weird it is when you have to clean it didn't I yeah you did say okay, it's well, like, was yeah, that it's disgusting like, I just can't even imagine yeah, that, you... I, I love how we fixated no. on I wonder the what toy, toy you got. rather than the actual story in this whole situation Oh, yeah, I want to know what toy it was. I think that's more... In, uh, I want to know. Like, there isn't that many toys. The pile drives with 3,000, is not it? <laughs> <laughs> Gets that turbo one that I said about where it's got like, the handles on both sides <laughs> with buttons on it, like a fucking... But, um, yeah, no, it happens all the time. Like Jamie says, he got loads of stuff happen. I think it's more difficult when you haven't... Like I said, I get more stuff sent to my mum's. But there's always that chance if you can get it sent to somewhere to pick it up, at least you know that it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, it is a pain in the ass, and you shouldn't have to do it. But there's things you can you could people are now getting these um, boxes metal boxes, yeah. yeah, and you give the key to the mailman and they they feel the. But then again, if people are really determined, they'll just take the fucking box, won't they? The problem I have is like. This is the whole reason I got a ring doorbell myself, because I had delivery drivers that have the sense to throw it over the fence, because I've got like a side fence, so they could throw it over my fence, and it would sit in my garden, no company would be able to see it, but I'd have the odd idiot that would just leave it directly on my doorstep, and there's loads of people walking past every day, and sometimes my neighbours, when they spot it, they would take it and put and then bring it to me when I'm when I've come home, and then sometimes mm. it's fine there all day. Like yesterday when I was in London, my boohoo parcel got fucking left there for six hours, and luckily no one picked it up. But it's sitting in the middle of the yeah. street. Do you know what I mean? If I was a teenager, that would be up. I'd be selling that on eBay. I'd be selling all the clothes. Oh yeah, because I'd be a little shit. I'd just think fuck it, take it. I don't even care. Like I remember. When I used to do my paper round when I lived in Luton, that's how fucking young I was, <laughs> and uh, there used to be a scout hut, and the milkman every day would bring like six a pack of like six mini milks. Oh yeah, yeah. And put them through the fence, and I would go for, go past and I'd pop it open and I'd take one like every morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like even put it and I would like slide it, so no one could reach it. I would just fucking whoop. There's one for me. Thanks very much. Yeah. 
I remember when I had to, I, I was given my first ever ever job I was ever given was a, a leaflet distributor for a spa like a where women go and get their nails done and stuff and then um, I remember they dropped they picked me up and dropped me off somewhere it was different places every every time and I'd be going around and for the first month or so I was good I put them in everyone's door and was like doing what I should be doing <laughs> when it was like three four months in I had money because obviously I'd been earning money through them I was just like fuck this I'd walk straight up as soon as they dropped me off I'd find the closest like fence on like an edge of a park that I could find <laughs> and just fuck them all straight into the garden or someone some random person's house and they'd have like a hundred of them <laughs> Mate, that is so fucking annoying. And I remember doing it right by my house <laughs> because the it was in the it was in the village. Do you know what what is now um, that tattoo place in the village in the Stopsy Village? Yeah, it was there, like right next to mm. there. And I remember they they asked me to do my road and a few roads around mine, which was literally five minutes away from there. And I found the electrical hub thing at the end of my road and I just picked up about a hundred of them just fucked them straight over the fence yeah for no one will hear anything <laughs> of it six months later this little man comes into the fucking salon doesn't he and he goes you realise you've got over a thousand of these things sitting in this in here and they're uh, causing electrical hazards some like fucking jobs worth <laughs> and I remember them like, saying to me have you thrown all them away I was like no I didn't throw them away there must be someone else that did that because obviously they had other distributors as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, dig him in. You and your lying, man. <laughs> I've been a compulsive liar since I was 14, Dan. <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, this guy looking... If you, but he said he's got the doorbell like you have. If if you've got that and you saw the guy, why don't you just go confront him? I would. If it was one of my, I get what you mean, neighbors, so... and I had the footage, and they they said to me, "Oh, I, I didn't take the, I, I didn't take it." I'd bring the footage up and I'd just show him it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be rude about it. Yeah. You just be like, oh, like I said, just go. Oh, um, I saw on the, my doorbell something that you collected my parcel for me. Thanks very much. Gonna have it. And if he goes, no, I didn't. Yeah, then you can be like, oh well. Here it is. Yeah. See what he fucking says. Here's your face, but, mate. Yeah. But then there's always that. I keep saying about that multiple times that this is where you live, isn't it? And is it easier to just let it go and just make sure he's, you don't give him the chance to do it again? Or is it better to confront him and then you've got an enemy living next to you for fuck knows how long? It depends as well how many times you've you've had to then report it. Because if you're continually saying parcels aren't getting delivered to the same companies they're going to stop delivering to you so it could actually cause you a problem in the future because that happened with me with asos they were like oh we're only going to deliver to a safe place they wouldn't deliver it and leave it there if i went there that's mental yeah i've I've never had that problem so but you know i I can't blame them because it costs their money doesn't it i know we all live in buildings i'm talking about uh, apartment building yeah like multiple yeah yeah no I would there must be like a, I always get it delivered to somewhere on my way home mm. 
so I don't have to go out my way to fucking collect it. Yeah. But then again, like with those um, Amazon boxes, which are really fucking good, if it's a certain size, they won't. They obviously they can't do it. But then you get. I've ordered something that's like tiny, and they put it in the biggest fucking locker. That's weird, isn't it? I, I I've never used them. Are they actually good yeah. at, good usage? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you literally just go up, you type the number that they send you into it, the door pops open, and you just collect your parcel. There you go. It's it's so fucking easy, and it's yeah, really, especially because like I've got one in my town, and I've got one in Morrison's. So I normally use the Morrison's one because I can do my my shopping, and on the way out I collect my parcel. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But the only annoying thing is that, like, for me when I've done it, you assume that the Amazon driver, because they get paid per parcel, right? So if I was doing their job, I'd be like looking at my thing and I'd be like, oh, there's like six or seven parcels for this Amazon box. I'd go do it my first thing. You've just made money off of six or seven parcels but they do it right at the fucking end so I'm waiting like all day and then you get a message at six o'clock saying you can pick it up alright oh, so fucking... yeah so when it's next day delivery it could be the next evening because it's the end of their load yeah yeah oh. so I just had a light bulb moment I have had a parcel been stolen oh yeah which was really weird yeah yeah so I think it was in the first lockdown I can't remember. I ordered it. It's like a Rendale. It's like a make. I don't know if it's in America, but it, it, it's like they do uh, f- farm animals and stuff like that. Mum loves it. They do like bags and stuff like that, but they do like plush teddies. Right. And um, I ordered a duck for her. And uh, the Amazon app, you can tra- you can track them, can't you? You can see where they are. And I was like, oh, the guy's like two stops away one stop away, your parcel's been delivered. Mm. So I was like, what? So I went and checked my doors and back and front door. Couldn't even see a van. And I was like, what? No, it fucking hasn't. So I rung up Amazon, was on the phone for ages, and they uh, they sent me a new one. And then, it must have been, what, three weeks later? I open my back door to throw some rubbish out and there's a parcel on the floor. And it was the fucking... What, what the fuck happened? Well, yeah. The delivery driver took it, decided he didn't want it and then brought it back. Maybe. Maybe. It was so fucking weird. I literally just opened the door and there it is sitting on the floor. Yeah, he probably nicked it and thought, oh, this would be a good present for someone. And then once you realise what it was, it's not going to go to anyone that he, he's like trying to get a present yeah, for so I was like fuck it <laughs> what a fucking ass I couldn't believe it because it was like quite late on I come I found it came back after Christmas I ended up selling it getting mum to like it could have been it. the fact I've had it before Amazon. where it's come the next day and the geese is in his own car yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's in his own This it wasn't an Amazon driver it was someone out it was a dhl driver i was like at a 10 o'clock drop and he obviously just thought fuck this i'm going home went home oh what and then turned up the next day at like nine in the morning and dropped it off and like he was struggling to get out of his car because obviously it was so big it was like i think it was my hot tub (laughs) 
I think it might have been my hot tub. And um, I was like, oh, have you got many drops today? He was like, nah, just you. And then just left. I was like, this is fucking weird, man. <laughs> this is fucking weird. He's just, he took him ages to heave her out of the back of the car. I was just like, this is like dodges. A lot of people do that. Um, Amazon Flex, I think they call that for them, where you use your own car. Mm. And it's something like fucking 50p per parcel or something. It's a fucking joke. Don't know how fucking people do it. I really don't. But um, get, see if you can get one of those exploding parcels and send it to your neighbour. I'd love to know someone that's done that to someone. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. I bet they sell them on Amazon. Yeah, I, I bet think they, they sell them on Amazon. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Well, you can get the um, the cards that when you open it, like little dicks fly out of it, like little paper dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that really annoying confetti stuff that don't go away as well. It's there for months. Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah, that just goes fucking everywhere. But um, it's like I said, it depends what you want to do. If, if you've got the doorbell, you've obviously got it because you want to make sure who's got your parcels so you confront him. If not, it's easier just to get your parcel sent somewhere else. And the guy is the guy Especially is when like it bold enough to nick it, even though yeah. he's on camera. So he might not care. And then wear your fucking Crocs as well. Yeah. Around oh, the, mate. Like... If I nick someone's Crocs, I wouldn't be wearing down to the bin store where I could run into that person. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? That's fucking mental, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> it's definitely not a coincidence. You he definitely nicked your Crocs as well, mate. Yeah, yeah, they are yours. But let him go anyway. You shouldn't have wasted your money. Ugly fucking things. <laughs> He's probably got. That's what I'm saying. Like, he probably got a a new pair sent out anyway. Because I don't think there's any company that would say, "Oh, you didn't receive your parcel." Oh, we don't care. We're not, we're not sending out another one. Because I can guarantee. It depends because m- sometimes they have to send. They have to take a picture now, don't they? Yeah, and that's how I knew that my Boohoo parcel was there yesterday. Because the fucking there was a picture of my front door with it sitting there. I was like, well, that don't mean nothing. If it's not there six hours later when I get back, I didn't receive it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Did, I can't remember if it, this podcast, man, it, like everything blends into one. Mm. Did I tell you about the parcel that I got delivered next door? No. So I was waiting for, I just moved into that. No, well, I've been here a few months and I was waiting for a parcel. And I got the, that email that you said about and it was my parcel with a guy's legs. And it said, left parcel with guy. <laughs> and I was like, well, who the fuck is guy? Well, it's just because he's a bloke. Left a, left a parcel with a guy. Yeah, random guy. So I was going fucking mental. I fa- he had like a little statue, so it was like my next door neighbour. So I was pissed off and then I didn't think anything by it. And then I got one of his letters by accident. Um, a TV licence letter. And I thought it was mine, so I opened it up and it said, dear guy. <laughs> Fucking guy was his name, isn't it? <laughs> That's fucking. Brilliant. I couldn't fucking believe it. <laughs> He's like this random fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's actually his fucking name. I was cursing that delivery driver out for weeks. I'm like, can you fucking believe it? He didn't even ask him his fucking name. Yeah, his I name still can't guy. believe from when I was up there <laughs> that you you get handwritten letters from fucking Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons and stuff. Yeah, but what else it's are they like, doing? It's you know like I mean? really played on my mind since I've been down here. I was like, if I go back up one time and Dan's like wearing a full suit, telling me that he's going to tell me about Jesus. Wait, 
Well, you think that's all it takes? Dan's so easily led. If it's just a handwritten letter, he's in. He's all Mate, on. He's on board. It's made me think about it for a week. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, they've they've really taken the time to. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go this morning. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go. There. <laughs> I was thinking about emailing them and then to see what the fuck they were gonna try and tell me, but I thought I could fall into their trap. I think, I think that letter's still downstairs. Yeah, I'm just like sipping tea. Yeah, that was a beautifully handwritten letter there. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm gonna sell my house and give it to them. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll join this circle of handwritten letters. Where where, where do we do this? I'm gonna I'm gonna spread some joy, Jamie. <laughs> it freaked me out, man. I've never had to deal with shit like that. It was like when I was younger, my mum, a Romany gypsy, turned up at my mum's house when I was little, and with Romany gypsies, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to turn them away, otherwise they curse you. Yeah. So you just got to ex- oh like um, drag me to yeah, hell yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> and you've got to accept whatever bullshit they're selling yeah <laughs> so mm. then she was like I remember her giving my mum stones and uh, two little stones and then she would read mine and my brother's I don't think Aaron was around then mine and Kieran's um, fortunes mum had to pay this woman like twenty quid in the nineties which is a lot of money back then and then. Uh, She's standing there. She told me I would be a shrewd businessman, and Kieran and, <laughs> and Kieran would be like some like fucking sports star or something. Obviously, it's always going to be positive. And then, um, yeah, she gave us these two little stones, and she was like, "Take them, five pound each." And then Mum was like, "Yeah." And then she gave her like the money, and then the woman just stood there looking at us, and that freaked me out. Just because Mum's like, "You can't say no because they'll curse you." I was freaked the fuck out. She just stood there looking, staring at me and my brother. I was just like, oh my God, she's cursing me. I hate it, I hate it when they carry like the flowers that they've obviously stolen from like a grave. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And they're trying to sell it to you for like fucking, yeah, fucking. Well, the act's like overly disabled and they're begging for money and they're like fucked on the floor. I was like, there's no <laughs> way you're that fucked up. I was like, get up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking people, man. Right. The moral of this episode, I think, is again bad neighbours. Bad. Um, what was the other bad thing? Tenants. Bad tenants. Do not trust people around you. You don't know who's. You don't know who's in your life. You don't know who these people are next door. They could be like having sex with your interactive toys. They could. <laughs> they could be. <laughs> I'll throw myself. Can imagine, can imagine you knock on the door and he's got a VR headset on like that other he's guy. He's riding it. Yeah. And he's got the... <laughs> yeah. So, yes, mate. How can I help you? <laughs> and do you want that back after the neighbours had to go on it? No, I don't think so. Um, but any... <laughs> um, Yeah, you don't want to end up on the Channel 5 documentary, but at the same time, you've got to stand your ground. And I think with both of the listeners today that wrote in, I think... Just do what you can, stand your ground, cover everything that you need to cover, sell the house if you need to, um, <laughs> and that's it from me, really. <laughs> um, if you want to write into the podcast, give us some uh, content ideas. We're going to have a few extra, a few uh, episodes that we're going to be recording all amongst each other at over the next couple of weeks because Dan's going away soon so um, the more the merrier don't be shy to send anything in 
send it into two men no hope at gmail.com and I'll pass it to you Dan I almost forgot our, our email address when we were doing the interview yesterday yeah well, <laughs> you'll be able to, when we put the video up you'll see my eyes like roll up into my head going, I can't yeah. remember what the fucking <laughs> I got pissed as a fart. Alright, so this week for No Hope has Got Talent, we've got uh, Fennel Records have come back again. So we've had them already with Megan, uh, who's from Glasgow, and this is another guy. Fennel's been busy. He's got another one that he sent us. And he sent us his... So he sent this early, and it's his new song, but... It's, we didn't have the space so we're now playing it now so it came out last week no it didn't it came out yesterday oh that's not that bad it came out yesterday and you'll hear it tomorrow <laughs> so I apologise if I get your last name wrong um, I'm just terrible with names by now you should know that um, Scott I'm sure it's McLeavy Scott McLeavy but I'm sure you'll tell me if it's wrong I'm not Scottish but uh, it says, Scott is an artist from Glasgow, signed to Fennel Records. Currently, he has an album out, but has completely changed his sound, as he is wanting to take his music in a different route and give people more energy in his songs. His new sound incorporates a full band with a sound of soul and bluesy feel. After being quiet for a few months, he's ready to show the world the new Scott. So I really like this. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what he's going to come up with. Him and uh, Megan have actually done uh, their first gig at the beginning of September. And I think they've got another one coming up, if I'm not mistaken. But obviously we'll have all their details. They're all on Instagram and we'll link all of that like we did last time. And uh, to both of you, I hope you're uh, doing well in your gigs and you're selling out. So this is... Scott McLeavy with Didn't Deserve You. As the stars shine Watch the sunset Sat on the hilltop Surrounded by all of your friends Seven your drink your tunes Never pictured yourself here but now I'm next to you Oh it gets better believe me it does I know it don't feel it been left in the dust Yeah sure it hardens that's called Closer, baby 